I feel like this is way too high end for what we're doing right now. <laughs> we are disgracing our equipment with what we're about to record. Like, I feel like there's people who have started channels that, and podcasts that have equipment that is like literally a microphone sitting on a plastic cup. And oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Are you familiar with a cold open? Oh, are we just going to do a cold open? Well, I don't know. <laughs> it does make my job easier because then if we can just start by being funny right away, I don't have to find, you know, an actual intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's probably good enough. Anyway, hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to our podcast. This is Rated T for F Word. Um, we're two bored people in quarantine that own a microphone. So, of course, we are going to start a podcast. Spencer's just laughing at me because he knows that I wrote this joke, like, weeks ago, back when we only had one mic and now we have two. <laughs> no, that's cool. <laughs> the original plan had been to use my uh, my Yeti microphone, um, but that was before I learned how to actually record shit, and I don't know if I actually have figured it out, but we, we look the part now. <laughs> I also realize I don't need this mic like literally on my nose, but I keep doing it anyway because it just feels very comfortable for some <laughs> weird reason. Anyway, um, my name's Ariel. This is Spencer. Um, we this is this is going to be a podcast about fan fiction. Um, I have my basically my entire life been involved in fandom, and fan fiction is just kind of an obvious extension of that. Um, especially you know if you're kind of a quiet, nerdy girl. Um, fan fiction is just the the obvious choice. Um, and it's always been a big part of my life. And Spencer has... <laughs> is it safe to say zero experience? <laughs> I mean, most of the experience I've seen is on YouTube and other <laughs> channels, but you know... Which does not count. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it counts just a little bit. Um, so we figured this would be kind of something fun to try to... Um, to kind of pass the time, um, we're also sitting basically in the graveyard of my failed new skills projects for quarantine. Um, we've got my guitar on my left and my MIDI keyboard and my microphone for EDM production behind Spencer. <laughs> um, so why not try something else? Uh, you know, anyway, so I figured the format for this podcast, since we've got one person who's extremely um, aware of what fan fiction is and one person who has basically no perceptions other than what I've told him about it. I thought it would be fun if we could kind of go into what fan fiction is, what the tropes are, and then read some. Um, and then as a reward for Spencer for doing this with me, he will get to listen to me read him at least one of my fanfics because I've written dozens, um, since I was a kid. And, uh, our relationship has always existed, on him not going to look for them. <laughs> I very explicitly told him he's not allowed to read my fanfics. Even though I've been very curious to do so multiple times, I have respected her wishes. <laughs> he does. He always has, which <laughs> is more than you can say for most curious boyfriends who have a girlfriend who does something weird that <laughs> they've been they've well, always you, wanted you, to know about. You gotta get the dirt on them. I mean <laughs> As if I have dirt. Anyway, <laughs> I, prob <laughs> I probably do. It's just perception. 
Um, so that's going to be his reward. Um, as we go through, um, there's going to be a game we play um, where each week we're going to have a trope um, that I explain to Spencer, and then I find a story based on that trope and we read it over the podcast. Um, and then as he guesses the, what the trope is, he will gain points, and every three points, he gets an additional story that he gets to read. So, a lot of these are fairly obvious. You have the potential to read a lot of my work, or rather, listen to me read you my work, which will be an excruciatingly embarrassing situation for me. But that's the game. Um, before we begin, just a couple of quick um Disclaimers, I guess you'd say, which is very in the vein of fan fiction. <laughs> anyway, um, we're not going to be doing any RPF, so real person fanfics. Um, they're kind of gross. I don't like them. Uh, no incest or self-cest stories. Um, you want to take a quick guess at what self-cest is? I think I don't need a guess on that one. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I got the idea. <laughs> um, so yeah, none of that. Mostly just because incest is disgusting. Um, self-cest to me is also icky. So no. Also, no underage. We are two grown-ass adults. Um, underage fan fiction exists. It's totally valid for people who are of that age, but we are obviously not. So I will not read it. <laughs> it's It just kind of squidges me out. Um, let's see. And then, of course... <laughs> A disclaimer for our listeners. Number one, if you are a minor, I'd really prefer you don't listen. <laughs> um, that being said, it is the internet, so you <laughs> can listen, but we prefer you not for at least some of these. Stop. <laughs> don't encourage. I'm just being honest. I'm just saying. If, if you're under 13, you legally have to send me a signed permission slip from your parents <laughs> in the mail. Um <laughs> There, you know, not all fanfic is gross, but a lot of it is. Um, and I just prefer to know that we don't have minors listening. But to that point, you know, I can't. I can't monitor you. Um, however, I can monitor our parents. Mom and dad. Spencer's mom. Please, please turn this off if you're listening. <laughs> I don't think any of you have the uh, desire to listen to podcast or the ability to find it and then listen. Um, but please, if you have somehow turn it off please and that's why i have not told my mother about this podcast <laughs> so well we're announcing it on facebook so you know what <clears throat> oh you do have a point there <laughs> okay so i think that's our disclaimers out of the way our intro um quick you know discussion of who we are i'm sure i'll go back in editing and realize oh fucking hell i didn't do this this and this um but hey episode one's are always bad, which is why no every single podcaster tells you not to listen to them. <laughs> this is true. <clears throat> so on the subject of badness, I figured a good trope for us to start with is actually an AU. Um, so this one is high school AU. Um, <laughs> Can we just say we're... No, never mind. <laughs> Look, he just Go gave on. me. <laughs> so like I said, a lot of these are going to be fairly simple to guess. So tell me, Spencer, what you think a high school AU is. Oh, we're gonna already start with the guessing game on this one. Apparently, well, that is how the podcast. Goes. Yes, I, I guess that is. You see my creepy notebook filled with exactly what we need to say and when we need to say it. <laughs> I've gone off script several times already. It's okay. <laughs> so, a high school AU. Um, I wish I knew the terminology a little bit better, but I guess that is part of the fun with this. Is uh, alter universe? I'm assuming something of the sort taking place in high school, which. Okay. 
I mean, <laughs> I feel like the high school thing is kind of easy to guess. <laughs> Any guesses about what kind of plot points or plot devices might go into a high school AU? Um, well, if you took a premise like, I'm just going to go a simple one with My Hero Academia, for example, I'm assuming an AU it would be a situation where most of the characters are the same with a few additions of new characters that aren't normally in the show slash manga. And there will be changes by uh, the creator with certain characters. Okay. That was a very diplomatic answer. <laughs> I like to sound sometimes professional <laughs> once in a while. I meant it in that you, you said a lot without giving anything away. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that was like an anime filler episode. Good job. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> I mean, with your guess as to what it is, you're right on the money. I, I knew this would be a fun one to start with because it's it's pretty obvious what it is. So high school AU, it's um, AU being alternate universe. You got that right, too, which I'm sure you know the term because I talk about Undertale a lot. Um, oh, not at all. <clears throat> anyway, um, so... It's an AU where the characters of the property of the IP are inexplicably high schoolers. Um, So this is really fun in IPs that have zero to do with school. So it was funny that you mentioned My Hero Academia because there wouldn't be a good candidate for a high school AU just because they're already in school. So this is usually done with stuff that is, it's got basically zero ties to an actual school and much less high school. There's a lesser subgenre of this called College AU, which I'm not, we're not going to go over because I find it boring. It's less fun than High School AU because in most instances of High School AU, the characters are aged down. Less activities in college. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and college is usually the characters aged up. So it's usually like somebody Mm -hmm. who's already in high school aged up to college, which I don't like. Um, I We've discussed this before. You can age up a 16-year-old to be 40 years, 80 years, or 400 years. And to me, they're still 16 um, because that's how we're familiar with them being. So that's why I don't really like college AU. It's because it's usually about underage people. Um, But high school is usually the opposite. It's usually aged, you know, normal adults aged down to being high school, which is, it's fun, you know? It's basically like second puberty. Um, So you were totally right on that. So you get one point, ding, ding, ding. Um, <laughs> after you get three of them, you'll get to add another... It's a another great bell, st- by the way. <laughs> I don't have any sound effects. We need a board. I need more useless technology. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, after you get to three, you'll get to add on a second story. And if you're good enough at this, which you annoyingly usually are, um, then... We'll probably break up episodes between doing a normal fa- format and doing a, a reading. I thought you were just going to leave it at break up for a second there. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you are normally correct, we're just going to break up. We're recording this episode on uh, Valentine's Day, by the way. <laughs> oh, yes. Happy Valentine's Day and Single Awareness Day for those who are single. So this is this is what we do on Valentine's Day, probably whether we're in quarantine or not. Um, I don't even remember what we did last year. Um, I'm sure we ate. My guess was nothing. And that's probably it. <laughs> I probably went to work. I can't remember. Mm, might have been a weekday. Who knows? <laughs> Exciting. Anyway, um, yes. So, all right. So when it comes to the guessing game of Spencer guessing the tropes, usually when... 
we're going to be reading a story, it's going to be my pick. So I'm going to find something that fits what we're looking for out of an IP that I've previously selected. However, if he gets it right, in addition to getting a point, he also gets to choose the IP that we read from. So, with that in mind... With her notes so stacked in front of her. <laughs> well, I noticed that you didn't bring anything. Um, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> so I uh, write down notes, and then, of course, I forget them at work and not bring them with me, because, you know... <laughs> That would have been helpful. Yeah, and you even said you would bring it home once, and then you didn't. Yeah, well, let's <laughs> not talk about that too much longer. <laughs> so I'm just picking one of these topics from this list? Uh-huh. Okay, well, okay, I'm thinking maybe we should probably do something, just because we have already talked about it a little bit, um, from My Hero Academia, just kind of keep it with the anime theme. I just said it would be a band candidate for a high school AU. <laughs> We can do it if As that's you can your, clearly tell, that's my listening pick. skills are very good. Um, what are you doing if not focusing on this thing that we're doing? I'm taking everything else in, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess the next choice would probably be Undertale. Oh, that might be interesting. I don't know if that exists. You really going to blow your load for Undertale on High School AU? Okay, well, I mean... <laughs> you can do what you want, but uh, I guess you w- you don't know what's coming, so you wouldn't know. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I can't really go, let's do high school AU Hellboy, because, you know, that would also be something that's very vibrant in the world. I prob- That probably doesn't exist, unfortunately. The Hellboy fandom is <laughs> so sparse. No, really. <laughs> okay, um, fine. Let's try one more. Um, let us say... Just because I have no clue about it, it'll be entertaining to me. Let's see if there is a Star Trek AU. Oh, you know, of course there is. There's everything for Star Trek. Well, we're going to do Star Trek. Hell yeah. All right. So you guys are about to hear some elevator music um, because while I have my stuff prepared, I can't know what Spencer is going to pick um, when it comes to finding a fic. Additionally, I don't want to spoil it for either him or me. Um, if he knew ahead of time what trope we were doing, it would give him time to research, and that's not fair, and I want him to lose. Because um, <laughs> a lot of my fic is really old and really bad. Uh, I tend to write really long form in one IP these days, so he's more likely to pick something old than something new. I will do my best to get the old ones so he can listen to how interesting uh, she wrote. No, that's so embarrassing for me. Anyway, um, so... Also, to that point, I don't want him to pre-pick um, an IP because if he was really interested in the trope we're doing and there's something specific he wants to look for, I don't want him to have already picked it ahead of time and then have, you know, uh, regret about pre-picking. So, um, you guys are going to hear some elevator music. I'm going to take some time to find a story. And when we come back, oh, it's going to be fanfic theater time. Are you excited? Just leave that. <laughs> well, I'm excited enough for both of us. I love fan fiction. Just All leave right. the, the sigh in there. Just uh... All right. We will be back.
Okay. So we are back now. Um, Spencer's request for first Star Trek after a couple of non-starters. Um, it did take a little while to find something, which is funny because if you're familiar with fan fiction at all, you'll know that Star Trek is kind of one of the big ones up there with like Star Wars, obviously, um, Supernatural, uh, Sherlock, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, <laughs> uh, Naruto. I don't get that. I wasn't a Naruto kid. I tried to be, and then it didn't work out. No comment. <laughs> we have, like, at least 20 novels of Naruto in our bedroom right now. On Spencer's, 47. On Spencer's shelf, <laughs> specifically. Yeah, I don't have them all yet, but I <laughs> do have a variety of them in our bedroom. Oh, Christ. Okay, anyway, so... Um, before we get into this, I did want to just say one additional thing is that we're not here to make fun of these authors, um, any fan fiction, whether it's good or bad, and you could argue a lot of it's bad. Um, <laughs> it's still free entertainment that authors put up simply to make people happy. So we're not going into this with the intention of being mean. We will laugh. Um, I was laughing while pre-reading it, um, just because... It's it's goofy. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's kind of a bizarre premise to begin with. Not even high school AU Star Trek fanfiction, but fanfiction in general is kind of a hard sell. Um, so th to that point, we are not making fun. I am going to read the title and the author for this story. It's on AO3. Pretty much everything I find is going to be on AO3 because it's easiest to sort through tags. I do not want anyone going there to make fun of these authors. If you go to their page to look at their story it better just be to leave kudos and leave a review no one deserves people being mean about their fix please don't leave any negative comments on these people's no flames yeah <laughs> nothing rude like that <laughs> anyway so this story is called a routine day by gay boy color <laughs> i didn't read that <laughs> that was the first time reading that excellent strong start yes Anyway, so this is, of course, tag Star Trek. Um, this is, uh, this is, yeah, there's no funny tags. That's too bad. Usually there's, there's funny tags, um, on AO3 and I, Spencer would know that because that's how we got the name for our podcast <laughs> is that it was a tag created T for F word. I liked mine a little bit better, but that's just saying. <laughs> I now pronounce you man and husband was our working title for a while, and it's still technically kind of the tagline for this podcast. Um, why don't you tell the story while I'm looking up this information I need to look up? Um, we like to watch a lot of YouTubers, and I personally um, like these two YouTubers, um, Danny Gonzalez and his friend who is not Danny Gonzalez because I always forget his friend's name, and I should know this, but I don't. Um, they were reading a very, unfortunately, poorly written fan fiction, and one of the very last lines in there was, I now pronounce you man and husband, because it was a fan fiction about, um, I'm trying to remember who the characters were. Oh, God. Do you remember? It was Drew Gridden and Danny Gonzalez. I, not not the, the people who read it, uh, the, the fan fiction, who, what it was about. Oh, the two other YouTubers in it? It was like Logan Paul and somebody else. It doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah. I'm getting away from that. But it was a very good tagline. Um, we just loved it and we laughed hilariously. But 
um, I do recommend going to check out their YouTube if you want something to watch that is funny and to check out that video about their fan fiction that they decided to read. Welcome to our fo- fan fiction podcast where we explain the joke so it's not funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you asked me to explain it. I'm doing my best. <laughs> I needed a minute to look up something funny um, from this story. Okay, so this is called A Routine Day by Gay Boy Color. Summary. You know what? I'm not going to read the summary because I want it to be a surprise for you. Fair enough. Okay. So, Spot Grayson based his life on routine and constants. Every day he would wake up at 6.30, gather the clothes he had set out for himself the night before, and shower, taking exactly five minutes to wash his hair and skin, and five more to dry himself off, dress, comb his hair, and put on deodorant. So this is a fanfiction thing of starting your fic with the character waking up. I can't stand it, but in the terms of Spock being extremely anal and having set out his out for the day the previous night, I can get into it. I can understand that. Just one of the few Star Trek characters I know, which is him. <laughs> I can see that. I just love when stories just in general tell you about like every single detail that they're doing. And I know that's the set, the place, but it's just like, cool. The only thing they missed was him brushing his teeth and then looking at the mirror, looking into the mirror to see what he looked like that morning. That's how you, that's how you uh, introduce OCs. This isn't an OC. We all know what Spock looks like. <laughs> he then took 10 minutes to make and eat his breakfast, which rotated between a plain bowl of Cheerios and a banana, cinnamon, oatmeal, or two pieces of toast lightly buttered. Five minutes to gather his supplies for the school day, lace up his sneakers, and say goodbye to his mother, sometimes his father if he was in town. Five minutes to start his car, text anyone carpooling with him that day, he was one of the few in his friend group who had a car to drive to school every day, and pull out of his driveway, arriving at the school between 7.10 and 7.30. So when he pulls up to Jim's house to pick him up, and is told by his mother at the front door that James had already walked to school early that morning, Spock is slightly lesser than pleased. I think they meant less than pleased, but this is obviously a kid in high school, so... Or middle school, which is still the case for a lot of fanfic. So I'm not going to give them Still, his too vocabulary much sounds a little bit better than what I've heard in the past. It's so not bad. I'm not, yeah, I was going to say, continue. <laughs> <laughs> he makes sure to thank Winona for informing him before climbing back into his car and pulling out of the driveway with a sliver of annoyance in him at the, this, this waste of time. However, it's not the first time Jim has inevitably changed Spock's routine and, he sighs, certainly won't be the last, so he can't find it in him to stay upset for too long. It isn't logical when Jim finds himself probably... It isn't logical when Jim himself probably doesn't think he did anything wrong and would just shrug off any reprimands given to him. Water off a duck's back, his mother would say with a humored smile. Jim and the word... Oh my god, this is weirdly written. Jim and the word routine, that should be in quotes and it's not, were complete antonyms of one another and would only be used in a sentence if the words would never care about were placed in the middle. See, that one had quotes. That's how you do it, author. At first, this made Spock loathe being around the other, but as time went went on, it became a constant in itself that he could never predict the other boy's actions. It didn't make Spock's life any easier, but it simply was what it was. By the time Spock pulled into his parking lot at school with 10.4 minutes to spare, the incident was completely forgotten. So I should point out, 
really we got a we got a passage of time here real quick well that passage of time is passage of timing um i am generally pretty bad at reading aloud so of course a podcast where i read fan fiction is a natural fit for me um but also to that point the wording in this story is sometimes really odd and the punctuation sometimes isn't great so if i have to read something twice it's because i'm literally staring at this to be like what the fuck did they mean <laughs> Okay, I was going to say, you're, you're fine, personally, in my opinion, but if at any point you want me to just read it without reading any of the tags or anything beforehand, let me know. I can always take a minute and read that out loud, too. Nah, it's okay. I got it. It's more fun this way. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I also haven't... I have pre-read this story. I'm going to be pre-reading these stories a bit, but not in their entirety, because it's more fun if we react to stuff together. Fair enough. When when the shit happens in a little bit. But we gotta get through some boring Spock dialogue before we get there, so sorry y'all, here we go. However, the belief that his day would pass without any other obstacles was a na- naive, short-lived one. At 7.35, Spock arrives at his locker to see the space around empty of one James Kirk as well. This was a curiosity, as every morning for the past 11.7 months, Spock would find Jim in some way waiting in his locker before the first bell of the day. Uh oh, seems like a bad boy decided to skip class. I don't know, or is he plotting something? Oh. I know, because I've read the tags. Uh, you probably have. <laughs> Sometimes he would be standing with breakfast from some fast food restaurant, or talking to one of his classmates animatedly, or sitting, listening to his loud and disruptive music, or sleeping, his body curled in on itself against the wall. That's pretty much all the states a human being can be in. Good job, Spock. That was a very full list. It was a constant Spock had grown to enjoy, allowing him to converse with the other while Jim walked him to a class after the bell. As they did not share any of their morning classes together, it would be the only time he would see the blonde before their shared lunch period at 12. To find his locker suddenly devoid of Jim's presence was unsettling, especially given the blown-off ride 13.4 minutes prior. (laughs) Fucking Spock. Spock didn't think he was skipping. Anytime he did, he was sure to needle Spock to skip with him, go to the arcade or the movies, or even just drive around, before giving up and finding Leonard to accompany him. <laughs> I hate when Fix call Bones Leonard. Leonard. <laughs> At least call him McCoy. I don't know why. Maybe I just have a predisposition to the name Leonard that I don't enjoy it, <laughs> but it's also just really ill-fitting for Bones. See, personally, I didn't watch the show too much, but now all I can think of is the Big Bang Theory, unfortunately, and the one character named Leonard, so now I'm just going to picture a character no! named Leonard the entire time. No! Bones is my favorite. That's not true. He's my second favorite. Don't. Fair enough. He's better than that. We don't, I, I'm assuming he we is. We don't talk about the Big Bang Theory in this house. It's not even on my weird, creepy list of IPs. We don't want to get rid of half our audience, so. <laughs> Big Bang Theory, bad. I will die on this TikTok hill. TikTok, bad. Anyway. <laughs> TikTok's not bad. I'm just joking. No, TikTok is bad. I'm doubling down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What were we doing the on populace? this podcast? Oh, we were reading. <clears throat> so they were talking about Leonard. For Jim to skip without texting Spock at all would be almost completely out of the question. Confused, Spock lingered around his locker as long as possible to see if the other would arrive, and ended up sliding into a seat in his first period class just as the warning bell rang. He spent the entirety of advanced U.S. history distracted, only paying attention enough to write notes. There's just something funny about an alien learning about advanced U.S. history. (laughs) 
The rest of Spock's morning classes passed in this sort of haze, his mind distracted with how unusual this day had already become. He tried to remember if he had done anything to upset the blonde the day prior, or even if there was some sort of event he had forgotten about, even though his memory was generally flawless. Okay, go off. He was still thinking about it when he felt his arms grabbed from both sides by two other individuals. Spock stiffened frighteningly. F-R-I-G-H-T-E-N-E-D-L-Y. Frighteningly? Frighteningly. I'm sure that's a word, but I'm sure there were also better ways to phrase this. But Fair we yeah. we like our LYs in fanfic. Spock stiffened frighteningly before oh, I said it at the time, before realizing that <laughs> that the two individuals <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That the two individuals currently accosting him were Leonard and Pavel. My other favorite character. And they were leading him in directly the opposite direction of the cafeteria. What was that look for? It would be really hard to... Never mind, just continue. I'm not doing accents. No, I'm just... Pavel is a name from Twitch, so sorry. Oh. Continue. This is a better one. I don't even know who you're referencing, but guaranteed he's better. Chekhov is great. uh, It's fine. Keep going. (laughs) Uh, Costing him were Leonard and Pavel, and they were leading him in directly the opposite direction of the cafeteria, where they all took their lunch. Spock brought his from home, but ate with his friends in the cafeteria regardless. What a very Spock thing to do. The characterization in this is actually pretty good, until we get to the weird uh, place at the end where it shoots the moon and goes completely out of character, but we'll get there. Ooh, I can't wait. (laughs) We're we're chugging along. This story is only like a thousand words, and it feels like five. Thousand. (laughs) (laughs) Five words. The end. Nope, five thousand. There's a lot of Spock bullshit. Looking at the other two curiously, Spock finally voiced the question that had been haunting him the entire day. What is going on? When they did not answer, he continued, We are not going to be able to find a table in the cafeteria if we continue down this route. I'm putting way more sass in this than Spock probably would, but you know what? Fine. He got no reply from the other two. Sighing irritably, he tried to yank his arms from their grasp, which only made their grip on him tighten. Uhura and Hikaru. Hikaru. I'm sure it's Hikaru. But um, I'm used to the Oron way of saying it, Hikaru, which I'm pretty sure is wrong. (laughs) Uhura and Hikaru. So, uh... oh my god, I forgot her fucking last name. Um... You're looking at the person who cannot help you whatsoever in this situation. (laughs) Okay, we're cutting this because I can't remember their fucking names. One of them's Sulu and the other one is... Uh 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 (laughs) Go on. Uhura and Hikaru are going to be angry if we don't meet them outside the lunchroom in approximately 2.3 minutes to secure a desired location in line. (sighs) This time Leonard sighed and grumbled back at him. Just shut it, Spock. You'll see in a second. He saw the other roll his eyes in Pavel's direction as they continued to to lead him to the back entrance of the school, near the bus lanes and football field. Was that when he saw the other roll his eyes? He saw the other. So this is from Spock's point of view. Kind of. It's third person, but it's third person um, narrow perspective. So it's from Spock's POV, basically. So when he says the other, he means bones. I know. It's I know. very weird. Written oddly. <laughs> very weirdly. Can't talk. Even though his curiosity was far from sated, Spock remained quiet 
while he was led, wondering why so many inconveniences were intertwining on the same day. Huh, I wonder. He could only- was, is it fanfiction bullshit? Is that the reason? He could only conclude that it had to have something to do with him in cap- it's capitalized, by the way. Capital H. Him. Him. That one. <laughs> well, that's a different show altogether. <laughs> it's him as in he has somebody specific in mind. <laughs> Because no one could screw up a perfectly made schedule as well as he did. Not capitalized that time, but it should have been, if that's what they were going for. Right before... Okay, Miss <laughs> I'm critiquing. Leave me alone. Right before... <laughs> I'm good at editing. Less good at writing sometimes. Right before they turned... Right before they turned right to go down the final hallway, blah, to presumably go outside, Pavel and Leonard stopped and let go of Spock, moving to stand in front of him. However, before Spock could start questioning again, Leonard pulled a small piece of red paper out of his front pocket, handing it to Spock with the instruction, read it out loud. He saw Pavel holding up his phone from his peripherals, most likely recording. Spock swallowed, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) the end, Spock swallowed. (laughs) (laughs) That story went somewhere I didn't expect it to go all of a sudden. Spock swallowed down the myriad of questions that arose, instead deciding to do exactly what he was told in hopes of solving the mystery going on. Ever since we first met, Spock dutifully read aloud, looking up to see Leonard point him down the hallway. He could see... (laughs) He could see the corner. He turned the corner to see uh, Gala, standing with another red heart. She winked at... corners is in this school, by the way? They made a right to is... it and a right, and then they turned around the corner. There are as many corners oh as God. there needs to be, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just a giant square, apparently. Had... <laughs> He's just walking in circles in one square for the rest of his life. Like, when does it stop? It never stops, Spock. Welcome to hell. <laughs> Welcome to hell, Spock, would be a great name for a fan fiction. <laughs> Oh, I need that in my life. Oh, a be... Star Trek AU where they all go to hell. Welcome to hell, Spock. <laughs> Stupid. I'm Population sure. You. I'm sure it exists. I've never had an original idea. <clears throat> he turned the corner to see Gala standing with another red heart. She winked at him while she handed it to him to read. You have been an amazing friend to me. She patted his arm before shoving him down the hall to Scotty standing there with yet another heart. Spock kept reading. I love your rich brown eyes. Scotty slapped him on the shoulder as he passed, following the line of his friends down the hallway to Hikaru, who grinned sheepishly as he held out another paper. And your stupid bull cut. Spot with a, Spock with a bull cut. Fucking cannon. <laughs> I mean, it is, but I'm just imagining a little tiny high school Spock with a bull cut, and that's everything. I'm just imagining my skeleton trying to leave its body because I just know the route that this is going in. Spencer's eyes are completely closed right oh, now as God. if it'll make this go away. I really wish it would sometimes. I'm, I'm in your ears right now. You can't, you can't escape me. I got super close to the microphone for that one. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> anyway, where the fuck were we? And your stupid bowl cut, he read, eyebrows twitching at the insulting words. Finally, he progressed over to the final person, Uhura, who was standing right in front of the doors leading outside. She smiled as she handed him the last one, waiting until he had read, I have one question to ask you, before opening the door and shoving him out of it, everyone else following behind impatiently. 
Are you excited to hear who was asking the question and what it is? Yes. I'm, I'm sure you can guess. There's somebody missing from this story. Oh, yes. <laughs> Please. Him. Please go on. <laughs> there in front of him, he saw the boy he had been missing the entire day, wearing a button-up shirt with his jeans and his blonde hair sticking up in its familiar, wild ways, as though he'd been running his fingers through it, holding a giant paper red heart, which had only one word prom question mark i <laughs> i got you a promposal story <laughs> for star trek so i want to laugh at the prom but just thinking that knowing a little bit about the characters mainly him he would not have his shirt buttoned up completely he would have it probably like half a gape to like <laughs> prom? question mark they're in high school yeah, but you know he how he is. He, he would gotten, be like that. He hasn't gotten fully salacious yet. It takes time. Wait till the college AU, and then it happens. He's a... I wanted to use the word ladies man, but <laughs> in this case, he's not a ladies man. Ladies man. <laughs> in fan fiction, James man. Tiberius Kirk is never a ladies man. He's a Spock man. Every time. <laughs> he's a Spock man. I still feel like he would at least have, you know, like, oh, you're coming to prom with me if you like it or not. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, it's true. It's, yeah, you know what? That's, like... a, that's a pretty good close reading of Kirk. Anyway, no, this is a wholesome high school AU. Thank you very much. We, I'm sorry. We ask before we take people to prom <laughs> with big, stupid, paper red hearts. And then they all clapped. Last paragraph. I haven't read this yet, so I'm excited. What happens next? Spock looked up at the smiling face before him, the cheeks dusted pink, and the blue eyes as striking as they always had been and allowed himself to smile before nodding his head yes. Finding himself with arms suddenly full of the one he called his boyfriend, surrounded by laughter and clapping of those he called his friends. Yes! Spock conceded. Everyone did clap! <laughs> Can confirm, I was the high school bleachers. Oh, I don't know much about fan fiction, but I know when something happy or romantic goes on, Everybody in the room has to clap. It didn't happen unless everybody claps. This is true. <laughs> and then they kissed. Spock conceded that sometimes a little change in routine wasn't so bad after all. Aww. Isn't that cute? What it a good last cute. line. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that's that's really soft. Like that's there's so, so much, not in the sense that this was bad, but there's so much worse out there. <laughs> But, oh, God, yeah, my skeleton good... just kind of was like, please, <laughs> I would least like to leave in this situation. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, there we go. Um, so, <laughs> so that was that was a good example, I think. High school AU is fun, like I said, because it's taking something that has no right to be in high school and making it instead with children. Um <laughs> It also it's great when it's in sci-fi because it completely removes any fun of the original genre, I guess, and makes it totally normal. But it's... yeah, because they could have done. A, I'm sorry to interrupt, no, but they fine. could have done a lot more with in space school and outer space <laughs> where there's space and lasers. Yeah, and... I imagine the college stuff probably does center around the actual academy um, because Which you makes know sense. with Starfleet. Um, you know, especially in the 2009 movie, they made it look like everybody wants the Academy, which is not how it works. Um, you only go there if you're get, looking to be an officer and most people just enlist. Um, but yeah, I imagine a lot of people probably 
focus on that. But for high school, it's like, well, there's no high school that they all went to, so we have to force it. And while we're forcing it, might as well make it look like my American-ass, Midwest-ass high school. Which is even better, because I know Star Trek is an older show. Of course it's an older show, because it's been around for how many years at this point? 40? (laughs) If we were still in the year 2000, yeah. Has it been from the 60s? Oh my god. Late 60s. Holy crap. I, I mean, actually don't remember the exact time. I should, but I don't. Anyway, because I was thinking in the 80s or 70s mm-hmm. or 80s is no. when it came out originally. But <laughs> anyway, it, at the entire time, I'm picturing this high school being like an old greaser style high school where everybody's like wearing blue jeans and they all have slick tack back <laughs> hair. Except for Spock, because Spock would still have his normal haircut. His bowl cut. And, yeah, and his I, brown eyes. I, oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> but I just, I for some reason, I just picture everyone as greasers the entire time. That's not the vibe I get, but I think it's because yeah. we're coming at it from two perspectives. So you're coming at it the perspective of what American movies and TV makes high school look like. And usually it's that more classic retro look. For me, when I read fan fiction, um... I usually see it through the lens of the age of the person writing it, and it's something you pick up on eventually. This is obviously a young writer, but I'd say with reading the whole thing, they're probably high school, not middle school, because you can tell with the the clarity of voice. So I really like this story because they really do nail Spock. I mean, in the end, it's extremely out of character, but it's out of character in the right ways. And I'm, I do apologize if we were talking about you as you are a high school kid and you're actually like a fully grown adult. And we're just like, as a high school kid, they're probably picturing the school being like this and this and this. And they're like, well, I'm 26, so, you know, that's cool, but no. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely off, but I'm usually right about most things. Frankly, I know I haven't experienced too much fan fiction, though, but honestly, other than being short, which I understand, just because sometimes you just don't have too much to write about, um, I thought that was pretty decent a few spelling errors i'm guessing yeah it could use an edit a lot of fan fiction is not betaed um which means it's not proofread um usually authors will proofread their own stuff but that's pretty much useless um because you're you'll notice you won't notice your own syntax errors your own grammar errors you don't know what you don't know basically um but it's really hard to find editors in the fanfic community because we're all either just readers or writers that's all we do um so a lot of these will have those kinds of errors but it's it's negligible to your enjoyment i mean like i got what they were coming from sometimes i even while i'm reading something will edit it in my brain as i go um, to, you know, to clean up stuff, basically. But that one didn't really need it. It was very straightforward. Spock's voice was great. <laughs> I thought it was dumb in exactly the right way. And it had one of my favorite tropes, which is fucking promposals. <sighs> that wasn't the only one, by the way. I found another one, but it was more boring and longer. Anything that gets multiple people to help you propose to someone just... <laughs> makes me physically want to leave the room but you know i mean it's cute it's just personally not my thing i've always been kind of weird with sappy like i feel like i can be romantic but at the same time i'm just like oh that's i know where this is going and i just hate it from a mile away (laughs) we'll get to uh our final section in a minute but before we get there i do want to wreck two other stories um, the ones I had found 
if uh, Spencer hadn't been able to guess the trope. Um, I'm not going to read them because we're going a little a little long on time, but I do think they are super worth it for you guys to check out. They are funny, um, but they are still good. So the first one is called First Date by Omniscient Prostitute, <laughs> which is a Stardew Valley fic. Um, it's about omniscient prostitute. Oh, prostitute. one word. First date. It's um, it's it. a fic about Sam and Sebastian, and everybody is in high school. Expl- inexplicably, okay, everybody's in high school. It's very, it's very funny. But it's got some, it's now, got some writing that at first I was like, this has to be a parody, but it, it's not. Obviously not. The best part is that's part of a collection of Sam and Sebastian called Two Freaking Dudes. <laughs> Quick, quick question um, to this, <laughs> two freaking dudes. Uh, does that also include the character you play as in? Or... No. Okay. So... I wasn't sure if it was just going to be all the characters <laughs> in Stardew Valley plus the character you play. Those or the not... townies. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, usually this, those kinds of stories just focus on the townies. Um, if the farmer is a character at all, it's usually an OC story, which is what I read um, fully. Full admission there. I read self-insert crap because i like to read about characters that aren't already in the the story um and that's the excuse i'm gonna go with for why i do that (laughs) but yeah the former farmer doesn't usually feature unless it's an oc story um the second one is called (laughs) i really like this one um it's called games we play by cn core s-i-a-n-c-o-r-e all one word this is a marvel story so this is the one I really wanted to read because it's a perfect IP to put into high school at you because there is a lot of characters. Huge cast of characters. None of them have any business being in high school except the one that should be and they never include him. <laughs> so it's always it, a lot of this is um or, you know any fr- buddy from X-Men who should probably be in high school. They actually yeah, they actually don't include X-Men usually when they do Marvel stories. Oh. Do they mostly go to the universe of... So it's usually Avengers. Okay. So a lot of these are um, are Captain America and Bucky, Bucky Barnes. Um, this one is actually... I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> this one is actually Bucky and... Um, uh, um, so this is a Bucky Barnes, Sam Wilson story. Um, so... <laughs> It's very, um, I'd, I'd say this is pretty out of character. I don't know much about Sam Wilson. You and I aren't huge Marvel fans. We've seen basically all of them, but I, so there's, there's really two level of Marvel fans. There's the people who are fine with watching it like we are. And then there are the people who it's their entire goddamn life. And to be fair, it's a lot of content to have. So, you know, it's fine for it to be their one thing. Side note, if we're on the topic of Marvel, I do recommend watching WandaVision right now. It's really good. My girlfriend refuses to watch it, but I, I think... refuse. It's just not my thing. Uh-huh. We'll go with that one. Uh-huh. Slandering me. That's not true. <laughs> anyway, um, so this is... The two tags on this are Foul-Mouthed Bucky, accurate, and Shy Sam Wilson, which I don't really agree with. He never struck me as being shy. Slightly more shy... Um, but at least with the cinematic Marvel universe, he was a little bit shy at the beginning, but not really. Even then, he was still very proud, proud, prideful. I wouldn't say prideful, but he's not, he's not shy. Like, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't, you know, 
hide behind other people. He he speaks for himself when he needs to. And, you know, I don't know why he's characterized this way other than for there to be one standoffish character and one shy character, which people love to write. But this right. story is, is fun because it has a lot of high school tropes that are fun. So there's spin the bottle. There's truth or dare. Everybody's at a party. Is one like seven minutes in heaven or something? There's not seven minutes in heaven, but they play spin the bottle for so long it basically becomes that. Okay. But the truth or dare is in there, which is a fucking staple of high school AU. Um, and then they're, they're all at a party, just all of them together, like they're in high school. It's great. <laughs> the The mood is is peak high school AU. God, I keep wanting to get off topic, but I'm just going to not say my thoughts this time. You can say it and I'll cut it. Do, do people really go, hey, we should play Spin the Bottle. I think that's really a fun <laughs> idea, guys. This is That's why fan fiction is great, because fan fiction is the first thing that ever clued me into Spin the Bottle being a thing. Because it's not a thing in real life. And I mean, like... The concept couldn't have come out of nowhere. It definitely was a thing, but it's just like, I don't, every time I've been in high school, I've never heard, like, popular kids, nerdy kids, my friends, other friends go, yeah, I played Spin the Bottle over the weekend. That sounded like a really cool idea at the time. There were so many girls and guys. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it's it's this thing that persists as an idea, and because it's an idea that people talk about... It stays in the cultural zeitgeist, but it's not actually yeah. something anybody participates in. Um, I would say, t- I would say, uh, Truth or Dare is probably also up there. Um, I have played Truth or Dare. I would say I played Truth or Dare quite a bit. I had the dares though, <laughs> as friends that are like, I want you to go run outside, strip naked, and then jump in the ice cold water in the middle of December. And I'm like. <laughs> Oh, well, I can't swim, so I, I, I'm sorry. I guess I just can't do that one, guys. That's the only reason. I We didn't even have to play Truth or Dare for my friend to strip down to his underwear and run around in the middle of winter outside. Sebastian did that. I've actually had friends do stupid stuff like that in the middle of winter, though. We were all teenagers yeah. existing with about two brain cells each. <laughs> Which we shared. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so those are our recs. Um, again, if you guys go check out these stories, and I really wish, uh, really hope that you do, go give them a kudos. Um, it's basically just you know a like on the the story. It helps, it helps them get seen. Um, and a lot of these authors are super prolific. That Marvel story by C. Ann Cor, she's got over sixty stories just for Marvel. So. Yeah, if you guys go check out their stuff, go give them a kudos. Uh, reviews are super nice. Um, you don't have to say that you found it through a podcast about fan fiction, but if you leave a review, you know, give actual criticism. Um, authors really like to hear what you liked, what didn't work, so they can improve. I know personally, sometimes a review is the only thing that keeps me writing. And always, um, just want you guys to remember to uh, like this video. <laughs> subscribe and uh to turn on that bell if you want no we have to do plugs at the end of the podcast oh, sorry That's where I, go god I, I i was just jumping the gun there and i <laughs> i apologize for that one no you don't okay so the last segment of our podcast is um tier listing basically this is what gave me the original idea for it so there was um a fan fiction trope tier list that had been making the rounds on youtube for a while um and i've made my own version of it because i don't 
like all of the AUs or all of the tropes that they included and I wanted to include some that were left off um so try not to look at what the other AUs or what the other tropes there are there because spoilers not that you'll remember most likely I'm, I'm literally just looking at love it like it okay take it or leave it so this is something I'm going to post in the description below guys um I made my own tier list for all of the tropes we're going to be covering in this podcast um I might add stuff as we go. It just depends. But right now we've got a pretty good list of uh, almost 30-ish. So the tiers are love it, like it, take it or leave it. It depends or won't read it. Um, so it's pretty obvious in terms of where it f- stuff falls on there, you know, in terms of you know, what what level of enjoyment you get out of it. So for you, Spencer, after doing high school AU, where would you think... I would rate that trope on this list. Think you would rate it? Uh-huh. Personally, I could see you putting it just because I'm going to go off of kind of what I think I would put it would be take it or leave it. Uh-huh. Mainly because, for example, Star Trek, I think there could be a lot of interesting things. Mm-hmm. Like if they decided to be like, oh, it's still, you know, on Earth, they're going to school, yada, yada, yada. But at the same time, there's like, oh, we've got the aliens coming in from the rival high school one week. Or, <laughs> you know, there's a robot that got loose and they have to figure out something while also being uh, in a class. from the rival high school. There's no... I'm just imagining it's the way they justify it. Instead of it being separate planets, it's different schools. Yeah. So there's the Vulcan high school. Exactly. <laughs> it's the rival high school of Vulcans. <laughs> god somebody please tell me if that's a thing i need it and i wouldn't be surprised if this is done but you could even go in like the doctor who sense and be like we also have the daleks of like another school or something weird we do not do crossovers thank you very much oh i'm sorry <laughs> anyway um so you, you would say take it or leave it i think take it or leave it it, it kind of borders you... on it depends i feel like to you too well, I'm going to need an exact answer because depending on how you answer, you might get additional points. For you, I think I would I would keep it on it, take it or leave it. Okay. You are wrong. Uh, for me, it's actually won't read it. Um, and there's a reason I very specifically won't read High School AU. It's because if it involves any kind of smut, it means it's underage. And for me, that's a big icky. No, thank you. Because I'm almost 29 years old. I'm not going to read it. Also, it just doesn't appeal to me anymore. I mean... Yeah, no, that makes sense. I I think it's cute, and I thought it was fun to read for this podcast, but moving forward, I do not read it. Where would you rate this for you? Now now I'm basing it. I definitely can (laughs) see that you wouldn't read it. I... I would definitely put myself probably at that it depends mm-hmm. section. Um, I thought this one was really cute. Yeah. Um, I, once again, I like the idea of doing silly crossover things like that with the Vulcans, <laughs> uh, like Arrival High School. I think that would be a funny, you know, thousand word um, one-off kind of story. Yeah. But if it did get into the more things like, oh, this is supposed to relate to high school kids, you know, weird kissing sex stuff it's like <laughs> so no, it happens but i don't want to read it i personally don't need to <laughs> i i'm an adult I, I i don't need to read that type of stuff yeah. but yeah it, it really depends on me i wouldn't say i wouldn't not read it whatsoever 
but it has to be appropriate. Yeah, I feel that. Okay, good answer. All right, so this is obviously really new to us, guys. This is our first episode on something we'd like to continue doing. I know a lot of our friends are podcasters. If you've got any any uh, suggestions, <laughs> suggestions, any kind of help you could offer in terms of do this and don't do that ever again, um, I do want to hear it. We do want to hear it. We have um, some socials, you know, the usual sort of socials. Uh, right now we've got Twitter. Um we are going to be getting a Facebook page eventually. Um, I might start a Tumblr for us. A Tumblr is a really good place for fanfic, um, so I might consider that. For now, though, I'm going to be linking my Tumblr um, in the description along with our Twitter. Um, we also have an email address. It's readedt for fword at gmail.com. Um, if you've got any longer form kind of critique, um, you can send it to us there. That's a great place for us to read it. We are also requesting Rex at our uh, our email address. If you guys have anything good, um, also if you've got any of those stories of different alien races go to different high schools, please, please, please send it to us. I need that in my life. Um, we might do some additional bonus content of reading Rex if they don't quite go with what we're doing with for the week. Um, we are also going to be trying a segment or a bit, I guess you could say, where we read reviews. Um, on the podcast. Uh, this is probably going to be limited time. If for any reason we get a ton, uh, we probably won't be able to keep up, but I'm not foreseeing that as being a problem for us. We'll probably get a couple per episode, if that. So um, get in and on it while you can, guys. If you guys give us a review, it helps us get seen. Um, and I, you know, it helps us spread the love of fan fiction because I do genuinely love it. And I'm hoping that I can get Spencer to love it too. Um, through sheer force of will, if nothing else. <laughs> and that's going to take a lot of sheer force of will. <laughs> well, I've got try. it in spades. I'm too small to keep it inside me. No comment. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so that was us, guys. Uh, find find our uh, socials in the description. Find links to these stories in the description as well. Go give a kudos or a uh, review. It really does help out. And... Uh, we hope to see you again in two weeks for episode two. And always remember to like this video, subscribe, <laughs> God damn it. and ring that bell. <laughs> uh, all right. See you, everybody. Bye-bye.